Hello everyone, before we begin I wanted to quickly let you know that this June we're running a competition just for you. We're giving away three bundles of five games each on Steam, randomly selected from all the people who have left us reviews on the various podcast platforms. I'll go into more detail about the competition, including the games you can win and how to enter right at the end of the show, so stick around for that. But now, on with the podcast. Gloom, jalopy and rainbow drops. This is Staying In. Um, Peter Willington, I've got a bone to pick with you. Okay. So the other day, I was free at home. Lisa had gone out somewhere. Poppy. Sorry, our dog's uh, having some FaceTime. What, like on an iPhone? Turn the camera. (laughs) There she is. Okay. Um, So the other day, uh, uh, Lisa was out uh, doing, I don't know. Work. Yes, and uh, I was free, and I sent uh, you a text and asked if you wanted to play games, and you said no. You had better things to do. I did. And that better thing was what? Organising your graphic novels, I bet it was that. Uh, Yeah, so uh, obviously there was (laughs) organising my graphic novel collection. Obviously. So rather than spend time with your friend, you wanted to stay in at home on your own... Yeah. And look well, at your books. Yeah, so um, Alex and I had a sort out of our big bookshelf full of books, and it was kind of starting to heave, and uh, we were like, do you know what? We've just bought a new bed. Let's put all of the books underneath the bed. Now... Mm. <laughs> put all the pillows on the bookcase. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, uh, so what this meant was, and I got about halfway through uh, taking all of the graphic novels down and then I remembered that all of the graphic like let's say for example Batman right I've got like 15 or 20 Batman graphic novels now Batman yeah oh loads and um, I can't remember which ones I've actually got like so if I'm out and about and I'm in like I don't know a store and I want to pick up a new graphic novel then I'm there's always this tiny little moment of do I already own this so, so is this why, several days after this occurrence, mm. you sent us all a link to share in your Google Docs spreadsheet of all the graphic novels you own? Can I just intervene at this point yes, and please. support Pete a little bit? Why? Yeah. So, <laughs> Pete. He, he's made a spreadsheet after... of all the graphic Lisa, this novels is, this is supposed to be an intervention. Yay. Um, However, I do have a slight point to make. So, <laughs> Sam had moaned about this at the board game cafe to yeah. myself and Chris and Veronica. Yeah, excellent. And um, when we got home, Sam went to me, oh, I've just been putting loads of books onto your Kindle for you, and I've sent you an email with a spreadsheet about all of these books so you huh. can find out what they're like. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, you hypocrite. You yeah. spent your time doing that after slagging Peter. <laughs> look, look, Pete, guys, 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 can I intervene so here? He has no point. <laughs> it, was just, it was just a, a t- the title of the book and a small blurb, so you can pick the one you wanted. A small blurb? Small so blurb. you creatively... You actually went through and thought, oh, I'll just... 
Let's do a quick summary of this. Um, so I didn't I'll do that. I'll email it to um, you so both. I, 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 the reason <laughs> that I've done it is because I want to be more efficient with my money. And the reason I sent it over to you is because I thought, hey, these guys are as equally as cool as I am. Maybe they would appreciate my my layout for my spreadsheet. He's Maybe eating. copy it themselves. Yeah, exactly. You've got a copy there. It's looking great, right? It's looking fantastic. And the other side of this is when I'm when I go into a comic book store now, there's not going to be any hmm. Do I own the longest Halloween? It's going to be a case of I'll just quickly bring up my handy spreadsheet. But <laughs> Pete, Pete, I mean, I'm, you, I'm, you're both sad. I mean, <laughs> I, of course we are. Yeah, we both we both got problems. But Pete, you've on this podcast previously, you've attested to never, ever, ever yeah. letting anyone else touch your comics or your graphic novels. So, what is the point of sending us this list? If- <laughs> Like, we're never going to go, won. oh, Chris has got, oh, Pete's got that. I wonder if I could borrow that off him. Well, of course I can't. Just a three, tease, yeah. Three things. Three things. One, the tease. <laughs> two, uh, two, oh, isn't this an interesting format? Maybe you guys could copy it as well for your things. No. And three, selfishly. Like Dragon's Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a great idea, Dragons. So, Pete, Pete um, yeah. can I ask, I haven't yet seen the archive. Sure. Can I ask, did you decide to go with alphabetical or Dewey Decimal? What was your... <laughs> <laughs> I went with... Now, here's, here's the difficult thing, and I did actually take about half an hour trying to figure out what the right way of doing God, this was. God, you're not doing yourself any favours, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I categorised it Ladies, into... Ladies, he's taken. <laughs> I ca- I ca- listen, I categorised it into series slash... Uh, overall title. So, say for example, if you're list- if, if you're going to read a Batman, then you know that it's the Batman series. However, if you're going to read Blankets, and there wasn't a series of that, it was just a single one-off uh, graphic novel, you would look for the title Blankets in that column. Now, if if it is Batman something else, so for example, New Fifty Two Volume Seven and it's got a subtitle, I was like, right, well, I need to know which mm. of these I've got as well because I don't want to I don't want to rebuy Volume Eight. I'm so, just more worried about your memory that you just can't yeah. remember having I, read something and p- held just, something in your hands. <laughs> it's because I take it, I absorb so much stuff all of the time that I ju- <laughs> it just kind of goes out of my head. It's that's like, not absorbing. Uh, that's the opposite of absorbing. Yeah, yeah. it's well, no, it's, it's absorbing like a. It's absorbing like a sponge, but a sponge that you absorbs loads of water and then you just wring it out. At the You're end. not Rain Man. No, I mean, it's not sh- is- like a chamois leather, not a sponge. <laughs> uh, well, I thought it was good. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a good technique. I thought it was a very good technique. And also, um, what you don't see in that spreadsheet is the three hours of research I did looking into mobile apps that would do the exact same thing and coming up with nothing. Well, no. as a design. There's a gap in the market. I don't think there is because people just use things like Pete. Their brain. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, exactly. But people wouldn't spend three hours <laughs> trying to find something when there's a perfectly good thing there already to use. I tell you what, I do do that is weird. That is, you know, I'm, 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 I may come across as being at the moment less geeky, maybe a bit weird like this. Is that my music collection is archived by the weather? Oh my god! You know no, can I just right. say uh, I can't. Is it always like this? <laughs> no. Because have I just yeah, without Dan, just chaos I'm going to ring Dan, get him back. <laughs> Bloody hell. Chris. What? Do you want me to tell you about how I organise my sock drawer next? <laughs> I literally don't know, Chris, how you would organise something by weather. 
like there's a particular mood like there's some there's some music that I listen to that's really summery so I won't put it on like what's, during the winter what's, time what's the, the what, I, I mean there's so many questions that are emanating out of this but I guess the first one is what's a summery song um, well, something I know it's obviously in a very the summertime. The way Mungo these kind Jerry. of personal categorisations. No, it's not like it names it in the work the actual title of the song. <laughs> so, so you get to something it's not like catchphrase. You get to something like <laughs> I was just thinking that catchphrase. So, it's like it's like like um, like a lot of um, Boards of Canada, for example. Right. I, for me, they're a kind of a summer band. I listen to them in the summer. For some people, mm. they may not be. For me, I listen to them in the summer kind of thing. They're quite right. light right. and kind of refreshing. Or Coconut Records, that kind of thing. Right. Um, Something like I don't know, elbow. I see it as being quite wintry or kind of rainy kind of sounds. I wouldn't listen to that in the summer; it would just completely kill the atmosphere. Is this why you normally drink when you're doing this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. It's lovely to be here. It's great to be here, guys. It's great to be it's here. Great, it's great, great to be here. here. I'm really enjoying learning about Chris's weather playlists. But that took me two minutes. Right. I'm not trying hard enough. Took me twenty minutes today to sort out some data on phonics. Just if we're Ooh. sharing stereophonics. No. Monkey phonics. Synthetic phonics. Synthetic phonics. Are they real phonics? Oh, um, this is a really. I was kind of joking. It's a language thing. Is it phonics for robots? No, it's phonics for children. Like oh. systematic synthetic phonics, like cat, cat. Oh, so you spell it out as you say it? No, you say sort of. it. So anyway. D r g. E sort of. E for our linguistic of. listeners. Sort of. Sort of. Yes. <laughs> for the language lovers out there. <laughs> What's real phonics? Oh no, I, I didn't want a conversation okay. to stem no, from we're, this. We're, this is it. We're going into phonics now. This is. Oh. What's a monkey phonic? What? Monkey phonics. I, I don't teach monkey. Well. What do you mean, monkey phonics? I've just heard monkey phonics before, and I. Where? I've always... with, with all the mums you hang around with. Yeah, I don't think right. that's a kid thing. It's... Ask Dan. <laughs> yeah, Dan will know all about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I swear Are you I'm checking your Googling. archive to see I'm if it's Googling. something you already own? Yeah, whether or not it's in there or not. Oh, I can't see Hooked it. on Monkey Phonics. There's a like TV a... episode of South Park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's real. Superb. <laughs> well done. Seri- okay, it's episode 12, season 3. Mm-hmm. Of South Park. Hooked on monkey phonics. Hunk, hooked on monkey phonics. God help your children. Mm. Today, oh. kids, we're doing monkey phonics. Oh, oh. oh hang I on. think it's a font as well. Do I have a, a font you can type with? Mm. I really can't believe I'm Googling this. Oh, it's um, create a logo using monkey phonics. Yeah, it's, a, it's a font. There we go. There it is. So do you teach that? No. No. Life would be more fun if we did. Mm. If everything was in monkey phonics. <clears throat> yeah. Toxic labels, mm-hmm. flammable gas, mm-hmm. wills. <laughs> so I introduced Sam to rainbow drops, the the sweet today. Have you guys had rainbow drops before? No, no. Okay, maybe it's what? maybe it's a generation thing because you guys are so old. Right. They are Thanks. rainbow drops. Awful. I can't believe you right, okay. rainbow drops before. Hang on, hang on. How old do you think we are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In my day, it was corn and <laughs> sugar. Back when all this was green fields. <laughs> all we had was lucky charms. But right, okay. Rainbow drops yeah. are literally, you know, ricicles. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like stale ricicles. I wish I had the bag with me. Bag. 
Right. And yeah. they're all different colours. And they're and like a, it's, so it's like a you put it into rainbow. a bowl, eat it with milk. No, 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 no it's you sweet. eat them dry. They're I know. Nice. They're... It's, it's not. A, they're not a cereal, Pete. That Sam used it like a simile. So they're how like... are they? So how are they like ricicles? Because they're like you know bits of rice. But they're, they're so like in the same way you wouldn't pour milk over a rice cracker. No, but they're not. Yeah. They're a little bit like search, search them. Have a little bit of a, have a little bit of look for rainbow. At first, when you said you got rainbow drops in the car, I thought you'd got one of those like fairy stick, like you know, those, <laughs> what are they called? Billions and billions. What are they? Hundreds and thousands. Millions. Which, hundreds and thousands. No, when not you... hundreds and thousands. No, millions. The. No. The little Ooh, like sherbet sweets yeah. that you yeah. eat and then you chew and they. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you meant those. I thought no, those I are rainbow, rainbow drops. drops. I, I thought, can't I believe thought... you've not had rainbow drops before. It's not a normal thing. I thought this was some sort of like northern LSD. <laughs> no, no, it's no. not a drug. There probably is a drug. I'm looking at. I'm looking. I'm looking at. I'm looking at a packet of them. It looks like basically Pete Taco has gone through like a whole massive packet of Starburst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a oh zoomed God. in picture of one of them and it sort <laughs> of looks like a disease. It does look like a disease. Well, if you yeah. zoom in, it's going to look like a microorganism under a microscope. Yeah. True. Oh, they look. <laughs> so, so, so you don't eat these with milk. You, you, you just what? Like, just eat, eat them, them one by one? Them. One by one out of a pack. Just neck them. <laughs> I got Ooh. into the car and Lisa was just covered in no, a rainbow. I, <laughs> like, I bought them because. They're really low in calories, but they're really sweet. Mm, nice. Mm. So, so, so are you? So are you? Hold on. So, so you're introducing these to Sam? Well, I didn't think I was because I thought they were a universally well-known thing. Clearly, I've, I had, I've had cough drops. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is. This, a this would be quite a lacerating experience to have me. these to help you cough. Right. Okay, Lise. Lise. <laughs> okay. Dib dabs. Yeah. Okay. Got one of them at work actually. What are the what's the one that looks like a stick of dynamite? Oh, I don't know. It's not like licorice. Oh no, um, the one that's white in the middle with red on the outside. What are you on about? <laughs> what are these ancient? What are these new f- sweets? What are you on about? What looks like a stick? Do you mean yeah, the do you one mean with a- the licorice? Yeah, stick? yeah, I don't like them because I don't like fizzy what sherbet. Are they what fizzy sherbet? I don't know because I've never had one because I hate licorice. I think that's what it's called. So they, so they, there were two things that they had. There was a licorice one that was came in a little orange circular packet, and you put yeah, the licorice yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, and then there was a dip like, dab yeah. with the lo- yeah. lolly. And then yeah, there was a dip dab one with a lolly, and you had the sherbet on as well. Mm, and that I've was got one of those like, in my oh, drawer at work. I'm that, it tomorrow. that was so good. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, flying saucers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what about oh oh, least What about packets of chewing gum? Where you bought it because it was chewing gum, but really you bought it because there was a small toy or card or sticker or tattoo inside. What? What? So you chewed yeah. the gum and then pulled out? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Thing yeah. Inside. You don't up it, yeah. so you. It, it was a transfer like, tattoo. Yeah, and it all be like branded that? and was stuff. Was it Hubba Bubba? I can't remember what make it was. Well, Hubba Bubba was just plain packaging. Bubble gum. No, it had. It had a transfer tattoo. Was it the blue it? one? I don't know. It was um there was a tops one and um it was uh it was for Super Mario Brothers three and you could you opened it up and then ate the gum and then spat out because it was absolutely disgusting and then you could have like a tre- temporary trans uh, uh tattoo transfer of like toad it was great. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I when I was a kid um you know when they used to put things in packets 
They still um, do some. They still, well, yeah, I don't no, know. I mean, like back in the day when they used to package things. They used to like <laughs> do you remember when you used to have toys and cereals? Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. Now yeah. like so, and there was a, there was a period of time when Disco's crisps came with oh, flavor bombs. Yeah. Do you remember that? And um, and one of my favorite crisps. They're in my top five. Uh, Disco's. Salt yeah, we all got we all got the we all got the spreadsheets. So. <laughs> Chris, is that uh, giving you nightmare flashbacks of that drive down to London where I was asking you and Sam continually if you'd only ever have one sandwich again in the rest of your life, what would it be? If you only oh, have one gosh. pizza topping for the rest of your life, what would it Three be? Three hours. Oh, <laughs> it's funny actually. I thought I thought of this actually because I saw something somebody put on Twitter the other day. Like they put like a tier of crisps. Have you seen this? Like a hierarchy of crisps that goes from god tier down to shit tier. And discos are in the shit tier. No. That is a bold graph. Sam did Dis- not make this. Then. Discos, That's a bit subjective, really, isn't it? But well, discos, yeah. when they had these bombs in them at yeah. school once, I managed to collect five of the bombs, these little packets. <laughs> you greedy pig. <laughs> I said then, that in a much politer way than I was going <laughs> And I, one day, I remember being in the alleyway behind school and while everyone else was like, <laughs> and while everyone else was like smoking cigarettes and like <laughs> experiencing drugs and girls for the first up. time. I, I opened up me a bag of discos and poured all five packets in at once, <laughs> sh- shook them up. Giving everyone the eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and had me a, a disco party. Oh, take no that one society. else is invited and, to. And how much can you, of that can you remember, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> well, I woke up in hospital. <laughs> no way. No, of course I didn't. No, Chris. <laughs> oh, Train spotting. Um, <laughs> I crawled into the toilet. There was a kid I went to school with. Oh, no, I didn't, sorry, I didn't go to school with a kid I knew. Um, actually, who was also called Sam. On his lunch breaks at school, he would go to the corner shop, buy a bag of icing sugar, stick a straw in it. No. No. Yeah. So he's had a no, cheap yeah. dib-dab, basically. Yeah. He'd do his own dib-dab. No, and what? That's... And just suck it through the straw? Yep. That's... I'd love to see his teeth now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's not real, Chris. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I can't... Oh. oh. I can't even imagine that. I worked with a guy once who, and this was during night shifts, and we were do, we were covering the uh, Ashes cricket, and it was right. in Australia, so we we're doing really long shifts overnight, and it's a little bit tedious because really, you know, all the team who are working on it are in Australia, and we're just kind of monitoring, right, 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 what's happening. So I was working with um, a producer at the time, and he, for the first week that we were working together, he was drinking Coke. And just like every shift, he'd be drinking a couple of bottles of Coke. And I was, you know, that's fine. You keep him awake and whatever. And then the next week, there was no Coke. But he just had a... I just saw him at the corner of, corner of my eye, just eating sugar cubes one by one. <laughs> no! And and, and and his theory like is actually quite... Yeah. And his theory is actually quite sound. Because he goes... He was like, well, the thing with Coke is you never really know how much... Um, sugar you're eating so at least this way i know how exactly how much sugar i'm having i mean i mean he was like it's, i'm doing exactly the same thing he's right <laughs> i mean it doesn't really conform to social etiquette no <laughs> just just huffing like sugar cubes in the in the uh, corner of a, a radio studio diet coke no thanks i bought a packet of tain la with me all right <laughs> <laughs> Candorel in the morning <laughs> <laughs> 
Brilliant. Well, you can, we can challenge you. We can challenge Lisa yeah, to yeah. guess the, um, the what is in what. So, Chris, what's, what's in this? What's in the bag? <laughs> what's in the microwave? Uh, what's in this god list of crisps? Well, I've got twenty five. I've got twenty five packets of crisps here that range from god tier to top tier to mid tier to low tier and shit tier. I want you to guess what are in the top five crisps in the god tier. Hmm. What makes the cut? This is going to be our toughest challenge ever. The top five. The top, McCoy's. You know, what's up? Sorry, Lisa? McCoy's. He's looking. He's thinking. It shouldn't McCoy's. take this long. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the God tier. Really? McCoy's? Yeah. That's a strong yeah. first entry. Yeah, but this person said discos were in the shit tier, so... Kettle chips. Mm. Already psychoanalyzing. Exactly, Sam. Right next to McCoy's. There we go. In the God okay. tier. Walker Sensations. Okay. If that's yes! The god. Oh my gosh! Yeah, another one in the god tier. Yeah, three out of three. Two more. Two this, more. You're a connoisseur. Oh. Um, what else? There's there two left to guess. This is incredible. I can't believe we've come this far. Oh, don't ask Peter Willington. He eats pork out of a tub. No, listen, li- <laughs> listen, not listen. Any, not anymore. He's a changed okay, man. I've got one here. Right. I've got one here. Yeah. Oh god, now, he's gonna ruin it for us. Brannigans. <laughs> Can we just? That's not a real answer. Brannigans is real. No, it's and- not on here. It's not even on there. I think it is. Episode 14. No, it's not. Brannigan's aren't on here. Um, bacon fries. Guys, just stop being so... Oh, I'll take... I'll, um, I'll accept frazzles. frazzles, Sam. Frazzles? That's, yeah, that's, Frazzles. That's, that's in the low tier. In the low tier. Oh. Um, yeah. This person clearly likes a robust crisp. Yeah, likes a good crinkle cut. But but he doesn't because the, because the Brannigan's is like a top tier <laughs> crisp for that. What about those Seabrooks? No, they're not that good, actually. No, they're no, not no, that no, good. No, 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 no. The first couple, Pringles. Yeah. Pringles are in the mid-tier. Mm. Yeah, they mm. are a mid-tier. Doritos? Nah. Mid-tier? Doritos are, are the top-tier. They're just what? below God-tier. Can you, can, you can, can you describe one of the last two? Yeah. Yeah, is certainly. It, just it is, it is incredibly, it's incredibly Chris. cheesy. Chris. Oh. Walker's cheese onion. No, incredibly cheesy. Cheetos. What's it? What's yes, it? what's it? What's oh, it? Are in the god what's tier? It. Skips. I hate what's Skips. Oh, I love what's it. Skips are in the mid tier. Quavers. This, this Quavers. is all We're just shouting Christmas names. I really wish everyone could see Pete's face. This is absolutely this, disgusted. This this tier. This tier system. Got, is it like Brannigan's some kind of bran potato crisp? <laughs> this this <laughs> really high in fibre. This tier <laughs> system is not peer reviewed. I'm not happy with this. This is all over agree, the shop. I do agree, Pete. What's it? Right. I think it'd be hard to peer review crisps. People's favourite crisps. The last, the what? last, the last one, Chris. If it was, if Chris, if the last, the last one, Chris, is two if, words. If it, no, no, no. If it was a person, yeah. What kind of person would this oh, last Jesus. crisp, God crisp, be? Pete. Do you know what? I have never had a packet of this last one. This last crisp. Okay. I've never had a packet. Really? Oh my Let god! Yeah, that's your birthday sorted. Transformer snacks. <laughs> no. They're close to that. They're, they're, no, they're not on here. But the, the closest one to that are probably Space Raiders, which they've put in the shit type tier, which I think is ridiculous. No, I, I agree. That is ridiculous. Person. Okay, so two words. Two what words. kind of person are they? Mm. There's no scientific method to this. I, um, I, I can't really describe the person except that um, their their the initial their initials are the same letter. Mm. T- um, t- tiny top top. Ti- what those tomatoes? Tommy ones? tomatoes. Tommy tomatoes. Don't think they're going to be in the god tier. No. Um, and it's you've right, never it's a hell of a pantheon we've got built here, isn't it? Really. 
of crisps. The gods of crisps. <laughs> French fries. French fries. French fries. You can't just are yell my idea a millisecond after low me. tier. Stop repeating everything everyone's saying. Well, you're not listening. I am listening. <laughs> right. right. What's what is the letter? I'm struggling here. It's an N. It's an N. Uh, knickknacks. Yes, God knickknacks tier. Knickknacks are God tier. Yeah, P is person. absolutely disgusting. I am livid. So, uh, Sam and Chris, you have you so you you I I saw some Snapchats and stuff that you were both playing Arkham Horror. Yes, Arkham Horror, the card yeah, game. Because well, we, we finally, because we finally finished Pandemic Legacy. Mm, well, we okay. So, so first of all, months. is this the final podcast of talking about Pandemic Legacy? <laughs> is this <the laughs> until season two time? comes out? I until think you save it till next time. Next time <laughs> when I'm not here. Oh, but you were part of the Pandemic Legacy Pantheon. First two months. Yeah, but then I didn't carry on. Well, that's okay. I went and drank cocktails instead. That's true. It's a, it's a, it's a logical reaction to an epidemic on such a global scale. Yeah. I'm just going to go and drink some cocktails. <laughs> you guys, Bring me you, the porn star martini. You guys yeah. are all right? Yeah. See you. Yeah. <laughs> we all See wish we'd draw that poison. card. So, um, Pandemic Legacy came to an end. Yeah, did you did. feel... Well, first of all, did you win? We did. Well, yep. in a sense, yes. When, when you get to the end, you kind of, based on certain things that have happened, you generate... That means no. Right. No. <laughs> no. Based on certain things that happen, you generate a, a score, and a score relates to a certain ending that you might... Oh, right. ...get. Okay. Um, and we got a reasonably okay ending. Basically, we saved the world, but it's taking it's going to take a long time to repair the damage. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, That's cool. So yeah, for for new listeners, pandemic. Uh, very quickly, it's a cooperative board game where you work together to cure the world of diseases. And we've played the legacy version, where basically each time you play the game, the game remembers what you did last, and you're kind of playing through. Um, a year in the life of the planet as you're trying to cope through the twists and turns of its narrative as you work for each month, really. Hmm. So we've just come to the end of a game that took us nearly just nearly two years to complete. About 18 months to complete, yeah. Yeah. Was it it a satisfying resolution? Did it feel like the game was balanced all the way to the end of the campaign? Yeah. Yeah. Every single step of the way. There was was never any point where I felt that we were cheated or kind of... um, or you know there was even if there was a point where there was a rule that we read that we kind of read wrong or that we sort of acted out in any way the the game was perfectly flexible and kind of was able to to cope with that so right. we had so it was perfectly balanced there was never any point where i thought that we felt cheated or kind of dishonored out of any of the decisions we made it was right. it um, was we I mean, we we named the disease after Dan. We did, which he was very chuffed with. Excellent, because that was the disease that really um, annoyed us the most throughout the entire. Well, kicked our ass, basically. Oh yeah, but yeah. So, so yeah, so we've gone from that. We moved on to Arkham Horror the Card Game, which okay. Sam will discuss. Which is right up your alley, Pete, because it's all things Lovecraft, which you are currently heavily invested well, in, as we talked about in the last show. So I also have a copy of it. Uh, Sam and I bought it at the same time. And yeah, we've, only... we've, talk, we've talked about it at length on the podcast before, but I think what, what's different now is that every moment up to now, we've 
I've been sort of dipping my toe in the water with it a lot. Yeah, and right. Chris and I basically, now, we, now we've got pandemic out of the way, we actually jumped in head first and we've done our first full proper mission of of the first campaign. So, so Chris, so, did you... So this is your first... Is this your, like your first big LVG? Like you, you, you've not really done Netrunner. You've not done Lord of the Rings. You've not done anything I, like that. No, I've not done Lord of the Rings. I've played Netrunner a couple of times with Sam. Okay. Yeah, this is my first one, um, and I really like it. It's my first introduction to Lovecraft as well. Um, you'd really piqued my interest when we last spoke, when you were talking about the kind of the writings of his that you've kind of immersed yourself in. Sure. And essentially, what's quite nice is everything is just in this pack of cards. Yep. So Sam will like turn a card over and it'll be the hallway where we start because this is like a tutorial mission, kind of like in a video game. So it's very short, it's very light. And and basically we will do something there and a bit like Betrayal, he'll flip over another series of cards and these are the rooms adjoining that hallway and then randomly enemy enemies will spawn in those particular areas and we have to look at what assets we have, You know whether we can actually afford to take on that enemy or whether we have the ability to run away. And I'm playing a character who's a kind of a... He's a bit like a, a, um, a private investigator kind of character. Roland Banks. Roland Banks. Roland and Sam, Banks. who are you playing as? Uh, Wendy Ackerman, I want to say. Um, yeah, we kind of rolled with the two decks that the game suggested yeah. with. I, because I, I did try to do a little bit of the deck building, but the, the issue is... is the other characters I didn't really like as much. Uh, I tried to play as Daisy, who's a bit of a sort of magey kind of character. She's got like witch, witch sort of spells. And the thing is, a character who I, who I wanted to play uh, play as, who was Skidzo Tool, he shared a lot of cards with Roland Banks, and without buying another core set, I basically wouldn't have been able to make a full deck. With right. his with his cards, so we decided to kind of plump for me just playing with the kind of the starter decks as set out from the guide, and, I, yep, and yep, yep. I, I'm not, you know, they they were both perfectly fine. I think they gave us everything that we needed to make yep. it through that first mission, um, which is very much a tutorial. Um, but it's great because you've got like you've got two piles of cards. One pile is the enemy, the other pile is yours, and and each time the enemy succeeds, they get their their um, prescribed amount of quota. They turn their card, so you've got this visual indication of how far the enemy is ahead of you. Mm. And what's lovely, what I love about the game, which really pulls me in, is the beautiful artwork and just you know, it's not just like the pandemic cards where you'll get a line that says, "Okay, now you can do this." Now right. you now you, in addition to having the actions, you've also got the next part of the story. And it's this really interesting, really kind of Lovecraftian story that's been spun here just through these cards. And there's so much in just this small arrangement of cards on a table, and you're having to make these calculated choices. Okay, okay, do I use, do I help Sam out because he's he's cornered here against this really big bad, and he hasn't got enough might to take it out. So do I sacrifice one of my cards that says it's got a lot of might, but it's a gun that I want to use as an asset, or do I sit, do I hope that Sam can? draw the sufficient thing from the chaos bag which is the equivalent of a dice from the bag that he can has enough to run away from it so it's this really kind of lovely thing and i think oh can i help sam here no i can't i'm in a different room to him and oh no this piece that i've pulled because i've got the highest attack it's going to make a beeline straight for me i've got to deal with this first before i can then go and 
and it's mm. just great. And and we played the tutorial just through serendipity. We ended up playing it like three times, I think, Sam. Yeah, because we, we and each time it, through, it was always slightly different. Yeah, we played it through through once just to kind of for you to get a grip over of the game, um, and then we played it through again. But I and that's when I played it through played through it with Daisy, and I just just really didn't like her with a character. I didn't want to take her take her on to the next campaign so we decided the next day we went to sugar and dice in liverpool and played a couple of games just like we played battle lines and castle panic and then kind of decided that now and then was like the first time this is this is going to matter whatever happens here is part of our of our narrative so the next so the next thing that we've got to do we've got we got experience from that from that adventure we've got seven experience points each to play and um so now we've got a decision to make of like which side story we want to um to play we've got two one but one costs three experience to play one costs um one experience to play and then we've got to make a decision of what cards that we want to upgrade and buy so there's a real nice part to our adventure now where we're yeah. kind of going to be like of what of what we do to our characters do we you know i've had a look at some of the cards i can pick from and it's very much like do i give myself a bit of extra armor and i've had a look at a bit of chris's cards and he's got really low um so he can sanity go sanity so he so but there's a card that you can buy chris with your experiences that will help you boost your sanity and give you yeah. a bit of protection so yeah i can't i think we're gonna probably play before the half marathon for you know for a bit of a yeah there's nothing not, quite not better like, than training up for 30 miles of running not the hour before <laughs> no but, you know yeah, yeah, Today. yeah. But um, Sam, Sam, do you want? You sent me a Snapchat the other day. Yes. Uh, in response to the game we're playing. Yes. And I don't know if Pete's aware of what you've done in response to this game because you know we talked a few weeks, a few episodes ago about game transfer, and I'm the kind of person when I finish a game, I kind of leave it behind, kind of thing. Mm. But for Sam and his overactive imagination, <laughs> that gaming world kind of bleeds into his his real world, right. yeah. and it's really inter- genuinely really interesting. So, what have you been doing, Sam? Well, I, I decided that I, I was just clearing some stuff out, and this 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 all came from the fact that we had this kind of um, we there was like the story to tell of of what happened to us in the house in this first in this first scenario. Like there was you know there was an actual like things happened. Like Chris's character Roland was dealing with all these monsters, and then I came along. Then the big bad arrives, and and you've been dealing with monsters that have only got two or three health, and then this big bad arrives at the end of the first scenario, and it's got ten, and you're just like, wow, this is completely out of yeah. out of control. And I'm playing as this small urchin girl, and I managed to bash it to death with a baseball bat, and I thought that, and then we set, and then we set your house on fire, and we found someone hidden in your parlor, and I thought this is just like an incredible story. So what I've decided to do is to keep a diary as my character like so right. every time we play just keep a like do a bit of creative writing i guess just like have a diary of what mm. happened and what brought us to that location and kind of just a bit of a detail because i just feel like they, we, sometimes when you play a board game you're making these moments and you're making these narratives but for this one i just kind of want to enjoy the process of like logging it in some way yeah but not like logging it in a dry way of like, oh, this happened and this happened, then Chris did that, then I did that. Like actually making it a sort of a creative endeavour. Yeah. Yeah. So I found this old sort of dusty notebook and started writing that. So that's fun. That's cool. It's a way to pass a Sunday. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. 
Lise, what did you Le- think of that pizza game we played? I thought it was all right. Hmm. I mean, it wasn't my favourite game. New York Slice is the name of the game. Have you, have you seen it, Pete? No. This is by Bezier Games. Um, so, this was, we played this in Sugar and Dice. Which... Are we officially making that staying in HQ Liverpool? Yeah, definitely. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, definitely. all right, fine. Okay, that's fine. Uh, as long as we've got at least one base of so, operation. So, yeah, we played, we played New York Slice, which is it's basically like a drafting game. Like okay. a card drafting game. Yep. But instead of cards, you play with physical slices of pizza, of cardboard pizza. So each pizza has a value on it from 3 to 11. Yeah. And basically someone randomly makes a pizza in the middle of the table. Yeah. So all the numbers are random. And then they slice it into four or however many people are playing, four piles. And basically whoever's got the most of one number uh, gets that many points at the end of the game. So it's like this, a bit like Sushi Go, it's like this drafting game yeah. where yeah. everyone's out to get what, what they want to make their... But yeah. yeah, everyone else can see what people are going for. So the person who's slicing the pizza will slice it in a way that certain numbers aren't together and uh, you can, like, eat pieces of the good. pizzas. You know, I, th- I thought it I'd like really... to play it again. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And oh. Gloom. I know it's not the same, but um, I loved Gloom. Oh. You love Gloom. Talk about Gloom, Lise, because you not mentioned that on the show, actually. Talk about Gloom, Lise. <laughs> <laughs> it's, bleak, it's bleak enough for me. Make so... us miserable. Yeah, I really enjoy. Have you played Gloom, Pete? I, I think I've played it once. I own it, but I, I, I didn't. I don't really remember much about it, to be honest. Oh, great. This is, <laughs> well, this is I'll like, stop talking about that. This is, no, Pete's this, memory. This is like one of those, yeah, this is one of those, like, why I need a, a catalogue moments. <laughs> yeah, you really are bad, aren't you? Yeah, so, I, I enjoy Glue. So, basically, it's a, it's a game with cards. Yeah. And you have to inflict as much, much misery as possible onto your your family, your characters, and Mm -hmm. you have to try and make everyone else's lives fabulous. Um, And, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It is really good. Yeah. I think I think the gimmick of it is is the fact that the cards are transparent. So you're like, yeah, you've good. got these oh, like yeah. really nicely animated sort of Adams Family. Oh, I really liked the animations. Characters, and yeah. then you're actually like laying these sort of acetate pieces of card on top it's of the characters clever. and like modifying and then creating these little like narratives. So like Lisa had a character I think that went boating and then got into an accident but then got married and had a wonderful wedding and then don't had, worry I kill them off and then Achilles is like, <laughs> and then you got to like kill them off at the right moment as well and and you can like build up like well build up negative points like Chris had this character that had a big stack of cards on it because I kept making it really happy and then he kept making it really really miserable then yeah. I got this like wild card where I could just instantly discount a character on somebody else's deck so he couldn't count any nice. points from it and it was brilliant it's a really so, good game and that's it at least it's right because you forget about all the other characters trying to make them visible yeah. you have this kind yeah. of mini feud so at least we just deliberately had it in for this one character of mine trying yeah. to make oh, bring a ray of sunshine to their lives and i was trying to make them <laughs> as miserable as possible um, and and it, it's it's so it's really lovely. There's a kind happens. of a, a bit of a take that, but nobody really cares because we're everyone's so interested in kind of building this narrative where you have this incredible weird peaks and troughs of a person's life being told in this incredible story. Um, mm. One of the things that's always been a slight embarrassment for me is um, the fact that I've never had to and never really had any desire to uh, learn how to drive a car. 
at all. I mean, um, if you could drive a car, you wouldn't have had to run down the road after that Tesco van when we were in Bristol. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. There's, there's so many. There's so there's many. A story. <laughs> there's so many skills and things. Like there's so many opportunities I could have had if I if I'd known how to drive a car. Uh, like Uber would have gone bust though. Like, well, yeah, absolutely. But like, so so so. I've always thought to myself, oh, how, like, do like, would I ever want to learn to drive a car? And like, what is it that's kind of put me off? And uh, recently, I was kind of thinking to myself, oh, you know, maybe maybe that's something that I should look into in the near future. Um, do you know what you should have done? You should have done it and not told anyone and driven up here in July. Yeah. Oh. Just turned up. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe hey, I, I could do that. I could like learn how to drive with a car. smoothie that's- in your hand. That's a really, really. Good... A sorbet, sorbet, not smoothie. That's, that's a really good. Tip. Yeah, like a bunch of sorbet in the uh, in, in the truck. Yeah, uh, things and... I've never done. <laughs> yeah, things I've never done. Um, so I mean, like, so I've always thought about that stuff, and so I decided recently that I would try to live vicariously the idea True, Alex. Of, of owning. <laughs> no, yeah, I do that all the time. But I, I've I've been trying to live vicariously through um, a video game. About owning a car, like Is it Mario I, Kart. Wait, yeah, yeah, it's not quite Mario Kart. <laughs> like, Destruction Kart does. Doing it. Grand Theft Auto. Carnage. Like, turn around to the driving instructor. Where are the bananas? Um, so, so, um, so this is a game called. This is a game from Minsk Works, and it's a game called Jalopy. And the the setup for this game. So this is a game on. Um, this is a game on PC. And the setup for this game is it's halfway between a car mechanic simulator and a car ownership simulator. So it's oh a game God. in which you have to... So you own... You get given a car, the jalopy, <laughs> right? It's like when you give a kid a doll. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. a practice run. You're like yeah. health and social care at college. All those it's babies a... that you have to look after. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly... No, no, no. But that feeling... That feeling of having to look after something is exactly what this game actually is, and it's. Do you know that you have a rabbit? It's, it's terrifying. No, no, no. But this is this is terrifying on a completely different level. Like having a rabbit is just like Taco Pass MOT with flying colours. Yeah. <laughs> when, when it, apart from when they get apart from when they get poorly, the only thing you got to worry Aww. about is like feeding them and water and a bit of hay and all that sort of stuff. But. <laughs> And not sitting on them if you And not Chris. sitting on them. Like, exactly. Exactly. Not terrible animal <laughs> abuse that Chris does. Um, <laughs> can I, hang on. Can I just say that this is being taken way out of proportion? I nearly sat on Poppy. Nearly sat on Poppy. I ended yeah. up sitting on Sam's um, sprayed Me. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't Sam rub it. Gro- don't Sam rub it your bum. Uh, 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 so, That's um, what I said to Sam. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so this is a game where... So you get given this jalopy by your your grandfather or your uncle or something like that, and then he immediately starts to tell you how to look after your car. You have to build the engine in this game. So you start putting all the engine pieces together. You have to put together the carburetor and the main engine core and the uh, the the filter, the engine filter. Do you think we've all built our cars? No, no, no. I don't think you've all built your cars, oh, okay. but I'll Just bet check. you. <laughs> that's part of, do you think that's not part of learning to drive, Pete? No, but but you go I'll first. Bet you've you. got to build it. So here's the thing, though, right? So I have to put you have to put wheels on. You have to change change your tires, tires and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> I'll bet you that you can. How do you just put the wheels on? But can you can you change tires? 
Um, yes. I yeah, can, but I can also ring the RAC. Oh yeah, free. no, of course. Well, the, okay, so the RAC and uh, and AA and they AA and all other providers. They, yeah, yeah, other <laughs> providers. Green flag. I, yeah, I can change it. I can change a tire. So you can yeah. change a tire. Okay, so I, obviously I can't drive and I can't do any of that sort of stuff. So, but you this, feel now you could change a tire? No, 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 not at all. And it's completely terrified me this game of car ownership because the whole point of the, the, this jalopy is it's it's kind of a, it's built like uh, it's it's awful. It's like um, a, a Skoda. It's like a Skoda. Skoda. Skoda uh, from from like the sixties and seventies when they were really bad. Um, and so your your engine is is comically poor in terms of wear and tear and the amount of fuel that it needs and it's constantly leaking it's doing all sorts of things so it's all about keeping on top of the health i suppose of your vehicle p as someone who doesn't drive how do you know so much about engines because this game has been telling me... As in, like, me, what's a poor engine? Oh, is, does the game tell you that it's a bad engine? This is... This is this game, like... So you get an owner's manual with the game. Wowza. Right, so... Ex- exactly. So it's like, here's, here's where all this sort of stuff goes, and here's, here's what a carburetor does. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so not only do you have to build all the, the car together and do all this sort of engine maintenance <laughs> and stuff, you then have to drive it... And you also have to take courier um, items from one location to another location in this sort of ex-Soviet bloc Eastern European state where everything's awful and kind of, like, really nastily... Like, nastily communist, if you know what I mean? Like, really awfully... um, uh, 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 Kind of, like, nuclear, like towers in the in the background and like you will obey and all this sort of these kind of horrible <laughs> posters um and like military officials everywhere um and so so it, it's a simulation of driving as well <laughs> pete rocks up in chitty chitty bang bang yeah exactly exactly <laughs> exactly so so it's a simulation of driving so for example if you want to pass through a checkpoint so you have to go from one country to another country at one point they say yes sir passport and you're like, and you say, oh no, it's at home. You literally, you literally do. Like I'd forgotten it. Like there was, I, I had no idea where this passport was. So I was like, uh, I haven't got it. And they were like, well, not coming through. Like I got to a, I got to a service station, and you know I that's couldn't... real life. Yeah, it, yeah, this is it. But this is, it's a simulation of car ownership. Like I got into a petrol station, filled up my thing with fuel, and they locked the de- locked the gates because I started to drive away, and they're like, "Pay." <laughs> so there's this really so it's like driving and owning cars for dummies. This it's basically. exactly that, and yeah. I've and I've realised I'm really bad at it, <laughs> like like terrible to the point of so I will so the game allows That's because you, to... you don't drive. Yes, exactly, and I'm trying to learn. Just get an automatic. <laughs> so I'm trying to learn how to drive. I'm, well, I'm not trying to learn how to drive, but this I game can't is wait sort of... till Pete books himself in for a driving test, rocks up, <laughs> no, no lessons. Bloody <laughs> guys, I can build the Don't car. Worry. I've got me, pa- I've got me, pa- I've got me pa- <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I've got my money. I'm sorted. But it's but so, so that's extraordinary. That so the sounds game, fascinating. The game is Chris. I was playing this, and the entire time I was playing, it, I was thinking Chris would absolutely love this game. Like it is bleak as heck sounds like the sims it's, it a, 
It, yeah, there's there's a bit of that to it. There's a, there's this sort of simulation element to it. Chris there's, would love this. It's bleak. <laughs> it is, but it's, it's bleak. But it's also it's like really dour and bland. Chris yeah, would love it. But it but it really sets you in the place, right? Like it, you really feel this. Like it's partly through having to do all of this manual stuff. Like okay, well, I've got to close the door behind me for my car. I've got to I've got to open the butt. I've got a um, there's a little latch that you can pull so that you can access the engine itself and then yeah, you have to you're the saying yeah, all this like it's a revelation I know, but yeah, it's it is like... a revelation I, I have no I, I've never done this and it puts you in this position of car ownership and in that place and I genuinely Chris like I was playing and just thinking this is this is your game like it's so about embodying the the shoes of the person you are playing as and the place that you are in like ah, oh, oh my word it's amazing and so hard like I'm so put off car ownership now blimey I've never it's funny you say because I've never ever wanted to drive I, I, my parents said it would be a good idea for me to do it while I was young so I did do it and it's been very convenient but I'm not a massive fan of driving and that came to a head when I was in when I was in Azores where I, when I, actually probably the day I got the tea um, I was driving on the, I had to drive on the other side of the road and it just I kind of just freaked me out. I've not been that freaked out since I was a kid. Why did you have to? Like I was saying to my partner, I was just like, "But, but, wh- why is everything on the other side? Uh, ah, oh, like, is the oh. accelerator breaking clutch the other way around? And like having to change gear with my right hand rather than my left, and these kind of things have been hardwired into me. Sure, it's I had to kind of deprogram and reprogram. It was so familiar, but yet so strange at the same time. Um, but I now found I've come back it really that, I feel easy. Good. What with everything on the other yeah, side? Yeah, so I thought that I would, but I suppose I was did it learn. No, 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 it wasn't automatic. I did learn to drive when I was seventeen, and I've always had to drive. Hmm. So like I've right. always straight away like had to drive twenty minutes to college and back, and then I used to work at the traffic centre, it's like on the motorways. And then um, we went to Spain, and I drove in Spain, and um, I was panicking, thinking, but everything's going to be on the other side. I'm not going to know what to do. Da da da. I found it all right once I got into it. I did go on the wrong side of the road once. Right. But it was all right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just once. Everybody else died. fine. (laughs) And then, um, obviously, in America, I've driven there twice, and that's fine because it's automatic. Yeah. But it's coming out of junctions. I don't know how you felt, Chris. It was coming out of junctions that I was a bit like... I was okay with junctions. It was just, I think, it was the fact that, like, people wouldn't park their cars. They'd just abandon them. Yeah. Um... (laughs) And, like, some roundabouts caught me out a little bit when you're approaching a roundabout from the other side. I think mm. it's just... Yeah, and I was when in this tiny little Fiat Punto. It, it <laughs> yeah, exactly. Confusing. I think you overthought it, Chris, rather than just relying on Instinct. the innate yeah, ability no, yeah. to drive. That's true. That's the true. fact that you, you overanalyzed it by going, hang on, my left foot is doing what my right foot usually does. Yeah, no. Um, that's it. Anyway, Pete. Next birthday present, driving lesson. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Can I be no. in the car when you do it? No, no, I don't want anyone in the car while I do it. Christ. I thought you were going to learn and drive up. No, well, maybe... You should, I... you should learn. You sound like you're well prepped. No. We went quad biking for your 30th. Yeah, that was great. That. Oh, I love that. Yeah, can I, can I, can I drive a quad bike? You, you need do. a 50cc licence. Is that like a smokehead? Yeah, rocking yeah, up to work yeah. in Bristol. Can I, <laughs> can I, take I hate that? those people who drive quad bikes on the roads. You, don't, you can't be one of them. Can I take it on the motorway? No. Of course no. you can't. Unless <laughs> you're someone I drove past the other day. Really? really? Did you see a quad yeah. bike on the motorway? Yeah, quad bike on the motorway. It's, it's very illegal. 
It's not just it's not just illegal. It's very <laughs> it's illegal. illegal. <laughs> yeah. Police pulls him over. What have I done, sir? I'm afraid you've done something very, very illegal. Very illegal. <laughs> I did leave the room to make a lovely tea provided nice. by Mr. Darby. Yeah, we got Portuguese tea from Chris Darby. So I'm just about to sample that now. We, okay, we had to yeah. play some tea roulette because Chris gave us this tea, mm. but mm. and did, but didn't tell us what kind of tea was actually inside the sachets. Right, S- sachets. Sachets. So we kind of had to. There was a blue sachet. Sachet. Why can't you say sachet? There, there was a blue sachet. Sachet. <laughs> and then there was a green sachet. Sachet. <laughs> Monkey phonics. And um, so we kind of thought that. There was green tea in the green sachet, but not kind of sure what was in the blue one. So, well, I thought it was black tea, and I was right. Yeah, you were. Wow, you almost—you don't need milk with it, Pete. It's very light tea. It is from uh, the Azores, where I went in Easter for a conference, and it's the only place in Europe where they make their own tea because the, the climate is just humid enough to make their own tea. And I went around a tea plantation and I bought some tea. Oh, cool, mm, and it's lovely. It is really. The nice. uh, black tea looks a bit like Redbush. Like, it looks yeah. really... Like, you could just drink it on its own. Mm. You had really a bit nice. of milk with it, didn't you? Was it nice? Yeah, it was nice. I had another one this morning, and it was... Uh, it's a nice morning tea, because it's not, like, heavy like a breakfast tea. Well, when you come up in July, I'll bring my big bag of loose leaf over to yours, so everyone can sample it. Um, What's happening in July? Hopefully climbing a mountain. <laughs> no. I hope that happens. I hope you don't get lost this time. Yeah, well, I hope I don't get lost this time. Yeah, Pete, I hope. All your gear, yeah. I hope for Chris's health. Uh, yeah, no, I've got all my, I've got all my lovely gear. It's all lovely and and so on. And I've been going to the gym, so hopefully I won't feel like I'm dying this time. Uh, are you? Are you, you, are you, are you just exclu- Are you exclusively doing the stepper? Uh, so I don't do the I, I, I don't do the stepper. <laughs> oh god, that weird mini escalator. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I do. Um, what He's I got do. Four of them in the back of his house. <laughs> <laughs> They're called stairs. You're <laughs> so loud. So if I go to the if I go to the uh, so when I go to the gym, there's like a running machine, and uh, instead like of like a running machine, instead of running instead of running on the running machine, which I'm rubbish at, you do press ups. I do press ups. That's right. Um, no, I I you turn that you can change the angle of the running machine. Incline. Incline and is the word you're looking incline, for. Incline, there we go. So I, I <laughs> you point it down. So I, so yeah. <laughs> this is well easy. <laughs> so I, um, so I, yeah, set it to the highest possible setting, and then I set it to a really, really, really brisk walk. Um, yeah, and, I do that. And it's like it's mm. it really gets my uh, sort of it gets, gets you my going. sort of cardiovascular juice is flowing. Yeah, exactly. My juices are flowing everywhere. Uh, they say, "Could you please stop that, sir?" Um, and um, but it gets my cardiovascular system like going, and the strength yeah. in my legs is getting like pretty good. Um, and it means I can like really power bomb it for like like for for you know twenty minutes, thirty minutes, wherever it is. Um, and it's really helping. So like when we take mm. a you know leisurely stroll up a mountain, that should be fine. Um, and also, I'm just or in you'll bear. do what you did last time. Or get in the taxi with Dan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or you do what you did last time, which was power bomb it for 20 minutes and realise it was a bit of a longer slog than... Uh... Yeah, pace myself. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, that's what I'm up for. And I must admit, I'm so much phys- like so much more physically fit than I was 20, min- uh, 20, 
20? 20 minutes ago. 20 years, 20 years, 20 years, 20 years 20 ago. Minutes ago. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing under the table. So, um, no, uh, you, the... have, you have stopped eating like burgers and chicken out of a tin, so that's probably yeah. part of it. Yeah, um, yeah I've, I've had to give that up. Um, so that's all gone. <laughs> um, I've been going to the gym. Uh, I've been walking to work and actually leaving the house. Like, if you remember, like two years ago, That's I was all a- on one finger. Yeah, exactly. One, two, three. But like, uh, I was, I was. Um, I, if you remember, like two years ago, I was working. Or when we went, yeah, when we did this, I just stopped being a work from home journalist. Like, literally, like a few months, I think it was. And so, like, my health was just awful. Um, but now, like, yeah, it's way, 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 way better. I'm really looking forward to it now. Uh, rather than the complete sense dread. of dread. Dread is absolutely the right word, Lisa. Like, <laughs> a completely terrifying sense of apprehension uh, of, I might die. Um, and I didn't, and hopefully I won't on this one. You will so. do if Chris is navigating. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Um, Awful. Uh, yeah, no, I've got the book. I know the rates. We're fine. Yeah. I've never done this peak. I've though. got the book, don't worry. Before. It's got a book from 75 years ago. Yeah. Well, it's a mountain. <laughs> it's changed. <laughs> the mountain has changed. Yeah. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. So, are you interested in entering the competition I mentioned at the top of the show? If so, fantastic. We have three bundles of five games on Steam to give away. The bundles are as follows. Bundle 1 contains Grav, 30 Flights of Loving, Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP, Golden Axe 2, and Samorost 2. Bundle 2 has got Chivalry Medieval Warfare, The Stanley Parable, oh, that's a good game, uh, Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball, Comics Zone, and No Time to Explain. And Bundle 3 contains 2064 Read-Only Memories, Sid Meier's Civilization 3 Complete, Super Meat Boy, VVV, VVV. Oh, that is good as well. Oh, my word. Why are we giving these all away? Uh, and World of Goo. To enter, all you need to do is go to your podcast platform of choice, so that's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever. Leave us a review and rating, which, honestly, it takes about two minutes to do. And when you're done, email stayinginpod at gmail.com. That's S-T-A-Y-I-N-G-I-N-P-O-D at gmail.com. Uh, Email that with where you've left your review, plus the country of the store you reviewed us on, uh, and the name you used when reviewing. And that's just so that we can find your review, basically. If you've previously left us a review and you'd like to enter, it's even easier. You just need to mail us on stayinginpod at gmail.com with where you left your review, which country you reviewed us in, and your name. So you don't need to re-review us. On July 1st, 2017, we'll put all the names we've received into our Compatron 4000 competition winner deciding machine. That's a real thing, honestly. And draw three winners at random to receive the bundles of those games, who we'll then email to let them know that they've won. Good luck. That was Staying In with Peter Willington, Sam Turner, Lisa Mart, and myself, Chris Darby. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit stayingin.podbean.com for more information and links to the comics, movies, games and more covered in this episode. And come find us on Twitter at StayingInPod. Thanks for listening.